let's jam. No, but if if you had like, you know, I, I'm I'm Darth Zero, by the way. Darth Rictus. Darth Camgen taste. And so, if you had a plot where someone mistakenly, now what, what's the what's the basics of this? It's you're an Italian club. So it's a. Uh, uh, Italian How club. How old is this he- person hypothetically? Somewhere between sixteen and twenty, because it's an Italian club apparently, and, and that's the, the ages. Going to the club because mid thirties. Mid thirties. So let's say oh, thirty-four. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Thirty-four going to the Italian club. <laughs> where Already there's somewhere there. between sixteen and eighteen, and uh, clubbing it up, and they. Well, no, they're not just somewhere between. Them. They're somewhere sixteen and up. It's a club. Right. Right. But yeah, that what happens is they hook up with a sixteen-year-old club. Yes. Acon. In in. Italy, not re- where it's, I'm sure, probably legal and encouraged. And they're not aware of it, <laughs> I have right? no idea. <laughs> but the-, the Italians just seem like perverts to me. I don't know. I'm just saying that to the internet with no context. <laughs> no context. But the story I'm going with is, what would it, how could you make like a modern kind of like mobster movie, but comedy one, like kind of like that uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone did one way back in the day that was kind of a comedy uh, mob movie, but the point is the Godfather. <laughs> that's, that that's a different. I don't sort think of it would be a mob movie. I think it would be like the the thirty four year old guy from America, like with Jesus guilt, going, "We got to get married." Imagine now. how weird of a movie you have of that that person from the United States over there, and then the family who's the big mob going, "And now let's we're bringing you into the family, and here's the jokes of the movie." It's just harassing him. Like it's, it's just it's, it's meet it's the like, fuckers, but like meet the mobsters. Yes, no, you, you got a, you got ahead of me. Except, you were just yeah, good. All, like the American families coming in, like oh, your your wife is sixteen. Yes, and I'm telling you, so eighteen years younger. I think that this movie would actually unfortunately <laughs> Jesus. work. Yes, that's right. It will be a Catholic wedding. Well, we're fine then. Well, yeah, it would have to be. It's Italy. Tell it's me, very tell me that's there. not a movie. Well, Roger, it is legal here. This the, the the laws are different. We need to be conscientious of these cultures. So you're writing it for it. Jesus Look at how Christ. easily that movie writes itself. Meet the mobsters. That's an Italian next romance spring, story. Directed by Woody Allen. Oh, oh, please. <laughs> oh man. Wow. When grooming meets the gun. Um. <laughs> oh man, there's so many jokes for that. Grooming meets the groom. Uh, I don't know. Starring yeah, when groom- and Kevin Spacey. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, when grooming meets Zendaya. the groom. <laughs> I always thought that like Zendaya's movie. name was Zendaya because yeah. it looks so Zendaya. cool, right? Right. Also, and I saw this cool. interview because I, I I googled like how do you actually pronounce and I wrote it out. Yeah. And it came up to a YouTube video where she is specifically answering the question. Okay. And she's like, "No, it's Zendaya. People look at it and they think it's this crazy shit, but it's what it looks like." Zendaya. <laughs> Uh, there's a couple other actors who recently have done that thing where they've come and been like, uh, no, everyone's just gotten this wrong for years. I don't care anymore. <laughs> but the thing about Zendaya is like, that's that she's like Madonna, right? Yeah. It's just the one name, Britney. I mean, there's Britney Spears, but let's get real. It's Britney, bitch. No, <laughs> Britney Spears is Britney Spears. Her book came out. It's Britney Spears. Britney, bitch. Look, what's Do happening? Do you have something you want to say about the Britney Spears book? I would just like to say I uh, I, I must be flashing back because, you know, the, the, it's Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera and Paris Hilton and Justin Timberlake all in mainstream news. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And then Nickelback's on tour? Oh, shit. Oh, gross. And NSYNC's got a hit again. And, oh, yeah. And NSYNC has a hit again. <laughs> and the Beatles just put out another song. Like, just like, no, I am... I am decades ago in my life right now. What the hell is going on? The Matrix. 1999 uh, was a good year. The news is really <laughs> Keanu, bad. Look if, at things from the past. If Keanu Reeves suddenly was just like, I've decided to remake The Matrix, that would be it. That w- I would be I would be you convinced. Like The Matrix 4 that came out a little while ago? No, that was just awful. 
<laughs> we mean like a good Matrix movie, like the first one. Yeah, there's that hey, one. The uh, the an, the Animatrix stuff was solid. That wasn't a movie, really. It, when you that put them all like together, a bunch of shorts that it was were on a DVD. Okay, it's like the Grindhouse thing with uh, Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez. Not at all. Those were two movies. And these are like a bunch, like these four are like movies. Nine animes Wait, here, I'll that go, add up I'll go to the eighty one. minutes. Four rooms. Four rooms. This is like four rooms. What is four rooms? Movie that Quentin Tarantino directed one of the rooms. It's a it's a hotel. Did one of them have built up in the story. In, it? in his mouth, probably. No, no, it didn't. In his his, dreams, his room it was the one at the, the Did penthouse. Look at all four rooms. Yes. It's a oh, it's a really fun there movie. There was a fifth room. Tim Tim Ross <laughs> Tim Ross stars in it. There's actually more than four rooms involved in it. The but fifth room didn't make it's the cut. It's about four rooms, but there are more rooms involved. There's several rooms. Quentin wouldn't let him film the feet room. He was busy examining it. <laughs> but Quentin does go the full line of man. It's Quentin unleashed on language. Oof. He a little bit oh, too much wow. at times. Yeah. Yeah. You know exactly what I mean. And yeah. he does it in that uh in a speech. In a in a long speech. With between Bruce Willis, Tim Roth. Have you ever seen uh, any of the interviews from BET where it's Quentin sitting with Jamie Foxx and Samuel L. Jackson and they're talking about Django? Uh. And Quentin's like wearing fucking like FUBU head to toe. Oh, I've seen (laughs) what? Yeah, Yeah. like he he fucking shows up in clown shoes already. Oh, God. He's wearing FUBU head to toe and he's just saying like the fucking dumbest shit. And it, like it'll, it's cutting over to Jamie, and Jamie Foxx has this look on his face, like, "Look, I'm vouching for him. Mm-hmm. He's weird as fuck, but like, <laughs> I know the story. It's great. Dude's on our side. Like, it's just all in his face. He's just looking at the host, just kind of like, I know Quentin's weird. All right, I know Quentin's weird, but look at what Quentin made. I believe. Look it's at a- what the product is. I know like what's coming out of his mouth. I've heard it. Believe me. <laughs> but you just gotta. I heard Samuel L. Jackson had a, had a similar one asked about Quentin. He's like, Quentin's Quentin. That was it. That was the... Quentin's no, Quentin. He said, he said more than that. He said that <laughs> oh, okay. Quentin Tarantino, in every movie I have a role in, and I guess he wasn't talking about Kill Bill because that was a little cameo, that sure. I don't think his face was even on camera. For it was. But he said every movie, I, every movie he writes me into, the character I have is... Smart and in control. Interesting. Is like one of the most intelligent, powerful characters in every story that he puts me in. Yeah. Thinking back on like <laughs> Hateful Eight. Yeah. All right. Even Django. Yeah. He, yeah. But okay. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Like Samuel Jackson and fucking Jamie Foxx have to vouch for him because, yeah, Quentin. Yep. That's, Quentin, that's, Quentin, the, that's the point I want to get to. <laughs> That's the point I want to get to. I mean, I believe Samuel L. Jackson and Jamie Foxx. And, and like, you know, I've seen the movies, too. Dude, so I, I, believe believe ja- I, I believe Jamie Foxx. Like, I, I, Hashtag believe Jamie Foxx. Yeah, just like since <laughs> In Living Color, like flat. I just have to reference that as often as possible because I want everyone to take this wonderful time when everything's off of line of new, no new shows. Watch the old In Living Color from the 90s. You will not laugh that much again. <laughs> I had the whole I'm not entirely sure where those double negatives went, but fair right, enough. Actually, you know, I, I like I like the <laughs> subject though. I, I want to roll with it um, because the the actor strike continues, and we're gonna have a, a dearth, a Darth. I don't remember which. I'm gonna say a Darth. Darth. It's a Darth. Uh, of better. it sounds better. Right of new, of new material coming out. It, it, it will slow down. It is slowing down. Sure. 
shit from back in the day that's hot as fuck, good to watch right now. I'm going to say Death Note. I love Death Note, Ooh. the anime Death Note. If I, if you don't like anime in any capacity... Different story. I Yeah, you don't, right? I wouldn't recommend fucking metal records to people who don't like metal or can't stand it. But, like, have either of you seen Death Note? Nope. I've seen some of it. It's, um... I don't know how old it is, but it's like a super involved and increasingly crazy fantasy slash detective story. Okay. Um, that's lots of fun. What do you have, Darth Victus? For old stuff that I would recommend what people do you go back. Want right, people right, to right. What would you throw out there out of the OG shit since there's going to be a media slowdown? Mash. I already solved it there. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. I did enjoy a few seasons of that. I, I know you do. I, I know not everybody does. <laughs> is that what you're recommending? <laughs> no, 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 no. I wanted to throw that out just so everyone else. No, no, like, no. one, MASH is really cool. It was the monster MASH. <laughs> it was a graveyard splash. Uh, Mong. I'll do Mung first. Tongue. I'll go first season of Heroes. First, Wow. Just the first season. Yes. Though. I support that. Just that is, the first season and right. stop pitch after it. Pitch it, it, though. Pitch it to the listeners yeah, who sell haven't, me, sell me who on who why. don't know anything about it. Especially why it shouldn't go beyond the first season. If you wanted to see a very well-written superhero show and you're tired of waiting for more of Gen V or The Boys, this is not nearly so dark, but it is fucking interesting, and it is dark for its time period. I mean, you have serial killer hero shit happening. It's not nihilistic. Right. Right, but you have serial killer nihilistic kind of shit happening, and it's fascinating. I don't know. I, I really like the way it was written. I loved how tight the writing was, and if you like superhero I, I shit, wonder. this was one of the earlier shows that did it well until season two. Hayden Pantier. Back when she was a great actress for that, yes. That was a strong season. It was a great season, and then it went off the fucking rails. But, you know, that was the last actor's strike, I believe, when it happened, too. Yeah, it was season that, two when that occurred. Yeah, the writer's like strike. A, you know, like the jumping the shark thing, you know, that's from Happy Days? Yeah. Where, like, Happy the Fonz literally jumped over a shark on skis. Right. That's where it began. Um, maybe we should update it to hey. Nuked the Superman. <laughs> yes. That's an interesting one. I give that some credence. Because that was, yeah. Yeah, that, that was a point where things started going wrong. Yes, yes. But by the way, for anyone who does need their Gen V or the boys' level of weirdness and violence and things like that, always check out Happy. That's with an exclamation point. Yeah, it was a pretty good show. That was that, and that's some Did weird you? dark stuff. That is uh, by Grant Morrison. Um, the theme is a uh, guy has an imaginary friend you know like you'd have that who was friends with someone else who's helping him navigate the world to save uh this person who's been kidnapped sounds normal except that that it's violent and people get shot in the head and there's sex and there's demony stuff and because imaginary friends is more of a sp weird spiritual thing catholic school gotcha so, oh okay <laughs> but yeah and it uh oh and it's because grant morrison there's so much filthiness sex, in it demons people getting shot imaginary grant morrison <laughs> I, I don't That's know the that, wheelhouse i'll put it this way i don't think there's a, a superhero i can support as much as the superhero scenario or at least hero scenario where they're going where they're going to recover kidnapped children so happy i love because that's exactly where we go with that so if you didn't like the last thor movie you hate <laughs> children <laughs> what other things can we say you over exaggerated die, statements you don't even want Stormbreaker's balls coddled Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Cradle them. Tickle it, tickle it, tickle it. Give it some love. Anyway. That was a great point in the movie. 
dude, and then he like Stormbreaker. Thor Stormbreaker. Sex, but... He's like in a situation. Thor's in like a situationship with Stormbreaker. Yes, uh, like because he needs Stormbreaker. Like gets Stormbreaker helps Thor kind of halfway get it done. The rebound with Thanos, and then totally kill Thanos, and then like finish off Thanos. It's after a great situationship. But then, like <laughs> immediately after the Thanos thing is handled, and like Thor's just looking back on Mjolnir. Yes, and and that whole thing, but. Right, but like at the end of the movie, he passed Stormbreaker off to his adopted daughter, Love. Yes. So he passed off his situationship weapon <laughs> yep. to his daughter. To go back to his daughter. <laughs> he knew who the true true was. Yeah. <laughs> like Stormbreaker's probably happier. But. I still want to bring this up as just something I don't know if anyone else thinks about, but I hope they do. How cool would Thor sex be between like Natalie <laughs> like that? the... the like imagining in that Marvel universe, not them actually. Why are you imagining it? There's porn. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> but no, it wouldn't be. I want high directing. I want like this They'll, is. They're high when they direct. No, I mean like Guarantee this is it. this is budgetary. Like this is you know just interesting <laughs> things you write. Tell us about your fucking credentials now. <laughs> you fix that AI. We have some money involved in this. I'm talking about people that make classy productions, not your ramshackle basement <laughs> things. No, like totally. The two of them is like. That sounds like the most interesting style, like high budget porn I could make right now. Like. That just sounds funny. It sounds like a great low-budget porn, too. Well, I'm sure it works, <laughs> but I want the high-budget. What up? I mean, film two celebrities banging, it's going to do well. There was the the Pam Anderson, Tommy Lee thing back in the day. Paris Hilton. There was Paris Hilton. Well, that was an intentional Ray leak. Ray J. An intentional leak. The Fappening, which was not an intentional and leak. That's an unfortunate <laughs> side effect that they if would associate If you don't know what that them. is, like, Google it, but if you're going to Google it ethically, don't Google images, I guess. And apparently then you do, uh, what's the other ones you're supposed to do? Blue waffle or something. And uh, <laughs> two girls, two girls one cup. And uh, one man, one bottle. There's a, <laughs> don't do any of these. Just understand, you know, you especially. Know people are like, going to not trust the Sith like, after seriously, this. Just, people uh, are going to be like, what's, what, you know, the Sith. It seems like they're not, they don't have our best interest. We're in telling that. you right now, don't do these things. Mr. It's very simple. Do not Hands. do any of them. This is just going to get horrible. I, I'm going to I'm going to reside track us. Cause <laughs> so how about Ixalan? My bad. Oh, there's yeah, there's a set of magical cards coming out. Yep, yep. yep not interested. Anyway, um, <laughs> Killers of a Flower Moon. That was dope. That was so good. Scorsese hanging nuts on every other director. Well played. Yeah. God damn, that was well done. There was so many flexes. I I don't think I mentioned this because Rictus, you and I went yesterday. Yep, last night. And mm -hmm. Zero, you and I went a week ago. Correct. And so I'd, I'd seen it already. And 45 minutes into that three and a half hours, I had to piss. Yeah. Pretty badly. Yeah. I held it for the whole fucking movie. It is that good. I held, I, I'd already seen it. And I was like, okay. So like I, there was this scene where like their mother was in the, the, the outdoor kind of gazebo-y thing. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. And... And how that resolves is just, like, so unexpected and beautiful and amazing, especially before all the darkness that follows it. I was thinking, after that scene, I'm going to pee. Right. But then the next scene started, and I was like, I'm never going to pee again. <laughs> that movie's so good. Scorsese's fantastic on that front. Yeah. I, I'm not someone who has loved or even liked all of his movies. However... But every once in a while. God, when, when when he does it good, he does it so good. Yeah. So good. So good. No, wait. That's right, Can we sing that yet? They just pass away. I, no idea. That doesn't matter. Margaritaville. Well, 
when everybody knows your name. No, no, no. That was the Smash Mouth guy. Oh, shoot. I got, I got yeah, Smash song. Mouth did Margaritaville. Oh, I got, I got to mix up. The years do be coming, though. Yeah. And they don't stop the coming. The years do stop coming. Man, that's so, that's, why is, that's a porn there. Oh, shit. Okay. One. I don't know. You know, like Blink-182 just put out a recent coming. record, and I, I should try to listen to it at some point. I like one of them. But. One song. Like, the years start coming, and they don't stop coming makes me think that, like, I wish I could have emailed, like, Mark Hoppus a year ago, and also that he would read my emails, Mark, <laughs> for, like, your mom starts coming and she don't stop coming. Like, that Please. is a song that I really want to exist, but I feel like Blink can't write it. Um, I, I know Rational Anthem. I'll suggest it to them. There you go. That's the best I got. Marvelous. That's beautiful. If they don't do it, I might have to. That's beautiful, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. Like, Mark won't answer my emails. Fuck you, Mark. Papas, you asshole. Respond now, please. We know you Rational listen to this Anthem, podcast. Rational Anthem might deal with that line. If they don't, I, I, I shall. Because the mom stopped coming and they don't stop coming. Your mom starts coming and she don't stop coming. Like, yeah. Back to the sheets and I hit the so, ground running. Yeah. Dad busts in and I hit the ground running. Like, there's so many ways you can go with it. Like, you can go like. Didn't make sense not to blow for fun. Yeah. <laughs> so easy. So easy. Have real Just fun like in that mom. cum dump. Get in that brain, and then we get, get then we get cum. Yep. Just how, how deep can you go on it? That's well, all good. That's all good. All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm but so sidetracked. Early access. What? Have you guys seen the new set? Spoilers? Any of it? I yes. read some of it. Yeah. Anything you like? No. Not really. Um, really. <laughs> the, Not really. The creature land that's gruel is pretty disappointing to me. Sure. So it it's four mana to turn that land into a three four that can give some other creature plus two plus zero. Yes. And, and untap it. And I might use like one copy in historic because of the Jun deck I'm working on. It might like work in the right place on that mana base. But like I'm not excited about it. It feels like a worse raging ravine. It it can attack for three. Right. It's definitely worse than Raging Ravine. Well, because yeah. the thing that untaps, the worst part is, you know what doesn't get around? Mm. Wandering Emperor. Right. It's a targeted ability. Like, dink, 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 dink. Well, think about it. Like, when when, bye bye. when do you usually want to attack with a land? When the board got swept and you drew a blank. Mm. Not when you have an extra creature. Right. The, <laughs> like, the abilities kind of win more. Yep. Unless, the only time I could see the ability as not win more is if you were playing werewolves and you wanted to switch tonight but still get some value. I could also, it's pretty good there. I could also see control where you just don't want to present a heavy sunfall board. So you stagger still, your threats. Its ability makes but, but, that silly. Yeah, yeah, okay. So like, yeah, like one creature plus that. Right. But that also... You're having to commit. If they're chopping down one creature at a time, I don't know. It just seems, it seems like a weird thing to put on a land that attacks, given the situation that that usually happens in is that this is literally my last option. Now, if it was itself... Or another, that would be good. Yes, if it that could would, pump itself and it could attack for and untap five, itself, yeah, and untap yeah, that's itself, point. that would have been damn good. Yeah, yeah, but it's and, not overpowered. And, that's and, pretty reasonable. I still think I still think restless college co or college cottage. I still think restless cottage would have been better. Yes, cottage is better because it's a straight up four <laughs> four. So one less damage, but you get a food token and, and you get to exile a card from a graveyard. <laughs> Even if the exile doesn't exile matter, is like so that big. food token, 
the life on it can be a big deal, but like sometimes it's just the revolt so that you can fatal push a shieldred. In terms of the power level of all the restless lands, now that we have all 10 of them, I think Cottage stays at the top. Um, For sure. I'm pretty sure Restless Fortress is still pretty high up there. Which one's that? The 1-4 that when it swings, they lose two life, you gain two life. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. White black. Uh, Absolutely, absolutely. The blue-black one looks damn good as well because it also animates uh, for two blue-black plus, you know, itself. What does it do? I don't remember. It just turns into a 4-4, but when it swings, target player mills four cards. That's pretty cool. So it's pretty cool. It's got an interesting access to help the control decks. I'll be real with you. I didn't read the cards that weren't jund. (laughs) <laughs> fair fair the blue white lands trash it, it's just not good it's like a two three bird that does almost nothing that's not trash it fixes well, your mana and it can win you the game it's still good it, wait it flies right yes okay just making sure bird it's meant still, fly like it's i agree that's that's underwhelming but like it fixes your mana and it can win the game the card that with will, evasion with evasion there Gee. there is one interesting card that came in though um i just discovered the combo the other day reading an article oh. the amelia card that has ward pay three oh. life it's a two two for white black vampire scout and whenever you gain life you explore is an infinite combo with wild growth walker <laughs> because you gain life and then you explore and then yeah. you gain life and then you explore oh, that's and then you cool. can so you so how cool. do you not lose and then it hit, no because when it hits 20 it blows up all their creatures which is the walker so you power it to 20, gain 57 life, and blow everything on the board up. Oh, okay. Now, but, okay. But, but then you're really easy to deck. Well, no, because you don't have to on Explore. You can just keep it on the top of your library the whole time. You could, yeah. That's true. But no, no, no. It, as long as it's non-land. No, yeah, the you, land has to go to your hand. Yes, but you're wait, wait, going to hit non-lands. Is it, with Explore, can the non-land stay on top, or does it get to choose non-land between can top, stay on or top, or top or grave? Your choice. Yep. Okay, so like you could hit a glut of land, but eventually you hit a non-land, and you just like you keep it on top, and mm-hmm. you just blow everything up, and you. Yep. Gain a bunch of life. It, I, that's that's pretty good. And if yeah. you want to draw the game, play Selfless Savior, that little doggo first, and target your Wild Growth Walker, because that will auto draw the game. <laughs> Why would? Because what? the triggers can't stop. Oh, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why wouldn't it? The rules of magic say you faceless pick a stop butcher. point. The old faceless Yeah, butcher. it's are- the arena problem. Yep. It, well, <laughs> the triple, did y'all remember that triple faceless butcher? Dude, that was yes. so, like, yeah, there the was. The O-ring issue. God, the triple yeah, O-ring. triple O-ring. Yeah, it was just like. Ring. Okay, so for, for those of you who don't know. This was great magic it, it at the time. It doesn't matter. Like, whatever, whatever card it is, if it's Oblivion Ring, let's say it is. It's an enchantment. It comes in. It exiles another non-land permanent. Mm. And when it leaves the battlefield, that non-land permanent comes back. So what happens when you play one to exile the first one that that had nothing under it, and then you play a third one exiling the second one, so the first one comes back and exiles the third one, and it initiates an infinite loop on the stack. Oh, no, I've gone cross-side. Which will let you lose in moto, but drawn paper in, in no 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 in paper i think that got resolved to like it, i can tell you it, it exactly just happens a certain number of times and one of them's gone all infinite loops resolve in the exact result of you choose a number and stop yeah interesting yeah and then it just removes from the stack or whatever that's the, how they dealt with that the older one was i believe aether storm and ivory gargoyle oh yeah it used to be a it used to be a tactic when you're like oh shit I might lose this game draw onto the next one I I think this actually (laughs) went into um, the beacons remember like beacon of creation I think was the one that got the most play that was green and three and it made a one one green insect for each forest you control possibly each basic forest but I think it was just each forest 
and then you shuffle the spell, the sorcery, back into your library. Yep. Yep. But there was one called Beacon of Tomorrows that was, it sucked, but it had a very high mana cost. You take an additional turn, you shuffle it back in. So the question arose, what if the last card in your library is Beacon of Tomorrows? Right. And I think that's when this rule change happened because I remember that being like <laughs> a debate that happened philosophically between judges and players and people were on all sides of either like, no, that's a draw, that's a mandatory draw because I do it forever versus on the other side, pick a number and then pass the turn. Sure. If your loop doesn't actually resolve anything, pick a number, stop doing it, and then pass the turn. Yep. And the latter is what wound up being the status quo. Interesting. Which I was not in support of at the time, but now absolutely agree with. Yeah, it's like the game is set on a series of limitations. Let's create a limitation for an upper limit. I like things that can draw the game, like charring when you're at four and I'm at two. Yeah. That's like a funny, wild thing. Yeah, you don't normalize or you you, you don't weaponize the draw capability. Right. Yeah, you, you to make it part. I mean, like you can choose people like that me at the will point use in the game. It. Like I have char, you're at four, I'm at two. I'm choosing. To, I'm weaponizing it now, but that's almost never what char does. Yep. An earthquake, Which, another one, a hurricane. Listener, if you, you don't know. know, instant red two, four to target two to you. Or psionic blast. It's the same, same thing, thing, but blue. Now there, <laughs> there is another fun little trick that goes with this uh, explore deck that goes, you know, kind of pseudo infinite. If you put your finger in your butt. No, they Seems they uh, they backdoored really the creature infinite. type without telling anybody. So that was the discovery today is that almost all the <laughs> creatures uh, are merfolk scout and the vampire is a vampire scout. So Cavern of Souls is actually potentially playable for this combo because almost all of the deck is a scout. But they were real sneaky about putting it as the second what, creature I don't know type. How I feel about that scout. What deck does <laughs> what deck does counterspelling things is going to care if they're blowing up the board state? Aren't the control decks already like? Yeah, just I want to say this: when they state? call you daddy, you call them scout. Well, so the the way you actually win Slugger? with this, the, <laughs> come the, on, champ, yeah, sport. Oh yeah, sport. That's a good one. That's the, a good one. The way you win with this easily is you play Vito or Dina. Either of them will kill them with that on the Vito board. Vito the creature or Vito Dovin's action. The veto the one three creature. Yeah. Because you gain fifty seven, they lose fifty seven. I like that card. That's that's tits. I or, like this as a combo that wins. Or you do Dina, which means they would lose nineteen and you would gain nineteen I, and I you hope, have to have chipped in I one hope point. This deck Quick is side good. note to, to Vito. Uh all the magic holiday cubes I've ever seen, Vito is the shit. Yes. <laughs> you draft Vito if you have no life gain in your deck. If you're in black, if you're splashing black for more than three cards. Draft veto. <laughs> Card is good. There. Strategy. And holiday drafts are coming up. Remember it, stoner. <laughs> the chromatic cube drafts on Arena right now, actually. They have released. Is Vito on it? I didn't check. Vito will be on the holiday. Vito. It's gotta be on one of them at least, right? Probably both. <laughs> Probably both. Vito is a great, great, great cube creature. Holiday yes. cubes are great time for eggnog. <laughs> It's it's limited in that it's three mana and it's a one three. So like if you're an attacking deck, this is probably not the call for you. Right. But at the same time, like a lot of red based stuff, if a cube is well balanced, won't be doing three damage for one mana. Right. So it it's big enough to like they have to spend at least two mana to kill it. Which is typically true of the black removal as well, because the one mana stuff is like 
unless it's a cut down or a fatal push, right? It's like a disfigure variant. Sure. And then it has a relevant fucking tribal type, typal type. And it kindred. has... It got changed. Huh? It's all kindred now. Kindred. That's it, way better than typal. Yep. That's what they decided. They were like, okay, these are just kin, so kindred. Kindred type. Yeah. Typal type. I would have had to say that. <laughs> right. Kindred is so much better. Okay. Kindred type. It's a good update. It is. Um, And, and then like it, it, it has this, this activated ability that can synergize amazingly with other shit, but be just fine with attacking them. And giving your team fucking lifelink and like, oh my god, it's 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 such a good fundamentally good cube card. Do we have it in the gentleman's cube? Uh I don't think we so. We keep it out as a sacred cow. No, 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 no. It's because there isn't a life gain sub theme and there's an enormous amount of competition given the other things. Uh, fair enough. So like it's really good because yeah, it checks kindred for vampire, which nope, no, 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 that's not supported in the cube. Um, the activated ability is cool, but like, there's nothing specifically theme on that. The life game thing is cool, but there's nothing specific. Modality, maybe, but like, what's the other mode? Not life gain. It's a one three for three. Shit. Right. right. Um, so, like, it's just a fundamentally powerful good card. Right. Right. Also, a bit of a sacred cow. Yeah, I, I suppose it probably is. At this point, I mean, once upon a time, not so much, but. Now, we are yeah. talking about fully expecting it to be in one or both of the late year cubes online. Right. As it has been in prior years since it's printing. <laughs> right. <laughs> but either way, it's going to be interesting to see. There are some interesting cards in this new set, but a majority of what I've seen printed, I don't think will matter at fucking all for standard because they are so severely underpowered for what Atraxa is. Unless it's a land, it probably isn't. Land, removal, counterspells. There's a counter spell that does the discover thing. Yep. There's like a blue, blue three counter target spell and then like discover four or five. Yep. That's really good. Yeah. That's really good. That is, that's better than bituminous blast in my book. It'll depend on the deck, but yes, the, the problem is you can't throw it into like a hottie gin deck mm -hmm. no, because no, no, no. This, this counters. Is in, this is in like your, your classic fucking Simic deck where you've got like fat flash creatures. Like if we could play that, remember with that, 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 that wolf. Nightpack Ambusher. Yeah, yeah. Well, they had Flash <laughs> itself. If you could fucking discover into that, drop the Nightpack, go to your turn, like just untap, smack them and pass back. Well, we're Jesus Christ. What we're talking here is, we're talking Explorer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this, I mean, is, this is Explorer. But, but like, well, we'll find some, we will find something to do for four mana and standard. Like the Mystic Snake type Simic deck uh, exists because of that. It. <laughs> we but have Azorius Soldiers, but five mana is a lot for them. Yeah. <laughs> it is the flash deck right no, it's, now. It's got to be a big fat creature deck. Like, I think we got to be playing. Four I think you stuff. actually have to get night night pack ambusher or whatever it's called. Yeah, I think it would four. take that to make. I think that you have card to be an explorer. Right I agree. It needs to be something that good in the context. Mm -hmm. Fair. Fair. So there might be something in standard already that is good enough, or there might be coming something that's good enough in the context. I haven't really looked, but like that's that's a really fucking powerful ability. I mean, regardless, Cavern of Souls will be the most important card printed out of the set. But here, here's the big difference, though, because... Value-wise, probably. Discover yes. is worse than Cascade in every situation except for when you want a reactive spell. Right. Like when you Blood Braid Elf and the opponent has just lands and you hit a Maelstrom Pulse, that's a bummer. Right. But under Discover, it would be in your hand, which would be pretty sick because they probably want to play Teferi after that shit. Um... 
but so you could never really do it with counterspell. Right. Because you might hit another fucking counterspell. Right. Or an, or like a, a creature kill or a sweep or something like that. But this just puts it into your hand. So. It is just a two worst, for one for Hottie Jim. Worst case scenario, it's a, what was the like blue, blue two counterspell draw card? Was that? Dismiss. Was that dismiss? Yeah. Yes. Dismiss was good. Dismiss was really good. This is kind of that, yeah. And that was in the era when spells were chief and creatures were low. Dismiss was really good. It, it was and a mid-range. We haven't seen a reprint of Active it. card. But like this, this is worst case scenario, five mana dismiss, but only for non-land. Bit of a problem. Well, it means action. It means action, but the five mana, I think, is yep. the bit of the problem. Because you're competing with Sunfall. You I'm know not, what I mean? I'm not predicting it to be like the card. I'm saying like it's it's really powerful and it's worth looking at and it's worth trying to synergize around the cards and that it's worth remembering as things get printed. I think, I think one or two of those might appear in a, uh, if you know, blue green flash gets tried and explorer again. But like, if we're saying it works well with like the ambusher, what's it called? The fucking night pack, night or pack. Something? Like if a card, like if that card exactly got reprinted, that's a deck you should try. Oh, that would be legit. That'd but, be some more track. Right, so we might get something like that in a set or two, so there's a strong card to just, like, remember that it exists because it could be part of an engine if it's not right now. Fair, fair. Speaking of decks fair. that fell off the map, uh, especially after Fable got banned but might be back, Oops. Rakdos Reanimator. What up? Because it got what? Molten Collapse and it got Geological Appraiser, so it doesn't have to go into the big score treasure token anymore. It can just play the Discover Value Bloodbraid Elf reprint. I really love the flavor of Molten Collapse against an Appraiser. Right. You know, like the the Appraiser's like, I think it's worth nothing. It's fucking melting. <laughs> <laughs> like Mustafar Appraiser. Uh, it's in the lava dipshits, uh, so it's it's worth lava rocks. I, I've also heard rumors of a Slogurk deck that's getting pushed oh, that no. is playing four bitter triumphs so that you can discard lands to quick pump Slogurk to bounce it back by blowing up their creature. Why, Jim? Why? Quick pump Slogurk. Yeah. Just yep. wanted to no, repeat that's... specifically oh, that part. Yeah, you know it. You know it. It's as filthy as you think it is, and that's why everyone's using it. Quick pump slow. Everyone is. I think I'll leave it at that. Yeah, You're quick correct. pump all your slow gurks. Pump <laughs> up the jam. Pump it up. <laughs>